Hey everyone, it's Dario from AfterBuzz TV. Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but TrueCar is changing car buying forever. Yes, TrueCar helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. You know, last month over 45,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar certified dealer network and TrueCar.com users save an average of 3,046 off of MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what other people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And third step is simple. Just print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. I know I had one. Some features are not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. You know, they save time, they save money, and you never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Undateable After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Undateable After Show. Wow, the, Wait, song, the song is perfect. It was Rick's choice. So. Thank you. Kiss, kiss by Rick. It wasn't really a choice. You know, no, we did a whole instinct. choice. When someone asks if you could pick one song for anything, it's not a choice that it's Kiss you by just, Rose. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I think and that's yeah, a perfect munching. introduction exactly, exactly. to the undateable oh. After Buzz TV after show. I'm your host, Kylie Hodges, and... Before I introduce my regular lovely host, we have two fantastic special guests with us today. On the left, we have Rick Glassman and Adam Stekiel. Why did you guys laugh when I called you fantastic? We oh, laughed. I laughed when he accidentally hit his... Yeah. Oh, well... We're just being super cute. <laughs> is that what that is? is that what the- oh, thank you for oh, an applause. Phil, you're awesome. Oh, wow. And to my other left... Hi, guys. I'm Courtney Tezano. We are so excited about Undateable tonight. Hey, you guys. I'm Stacey Ike. And what a fantastic two episodes. Hold on one second. Stacey, you forgot to say, and you're super excited tonight. As you can see, see, I paused because uh, that's all I had to say. (laughs) Yeah, all right. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for coming to sit here and talk with us today and and take our backhanded compliments during the show. And take it so kindly. You're welcome. (laughs) So just for everybody watching or listening, uh, Adam is the creator of Undateable, and Mm, Rick is Bursky. Philip, applause, please. Oh, I mean, that's perfect. Me? That's perfect. Let's, yeah. I'm going to yeah. wave like this. <laughs> so tonight's episodes were really fun. Um, I don't know about you girls, but I really enjoyed seeing the uh, Brett Morin's character, Justin, oh, yeah. go, go through this love love story so quickly. Yeah. None of us really yeah. expected him to fall into a relationship or like man. nail necky at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we thought he was going to be alone. Like he's super. Un- he's just, <laughs> and he's- the name of the Whoa. Show. They said it, not me. No. Brent, call me. I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It was actually, uh, it, it, Uh-oh. Oh choking. my gosh. She's having it was an improvised, uh, thing that, that, uh, 
that Briga, the actress who plays Nikki, kissed Brent. It wasn't scripted. They weren't supposed to get together until the end of the season. And she came over and kissed him, and the audience just lost it, and we ended up completely redoing the show. You're oh lying. my gosh, that's perfect! No, no, no! I Wait, don't believe. He's lying. He's oh so my god! Lying. Okay, so tonight we cannot with take Rick. anything you say seriously. Yeah. Oh, you are those. You're the type of girls that when one person makes one joke, you assume that he's just a liar all the time. <laughs> we didn't say you're a liar. We just said we can't take you seriously. Well, that means you can't trust, it's, which makes me a. Liar. Am I reading into that wrong? No, you're opening it by saying, hold on a second. You're, hold like, on a second. I feel like you're feeling it too much. You okay. took it, you know? Like, He's a comedian, guys. Yeah. We, we step have back. To if you're listening, lightly. exactly. This is a very hostile watch this. environment. I, this, I don't want to watch this. This <laughs> interview went no. downhill very quickly. We'll keep it, we'll no. keep it real serious. Okay. For yeah. honest, I, it, went, it went pretty well for a while, I think. But by the our first three minutes were okay. The last 30 seconds. Not so much. We came out of the game. Kiss from a Rose, I feel like, was strong. We'll have to wrap Let's not be charming anymore. Okay? Let's... So, 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 don't let your popcorn fall. I want to take my first question to Adam. Can you tell us a little bit about the creation of this show? Just Uh, give us like a backstory. Sure, the backstory is that there was a book uh, called, it was like Undateable 311 Things, I think, that a guy can do to guarantee he'll never get a woman. And it's like a picture book of guys <laughs> making bad fashion choices and stuff like that. Oh, man. Ooh, that's And uh, Bill Lawrence, uh, who created the show with me, said, can we make a show out of this? And we sort of sat down and figured out, because like I said, there was really nothing there except for photographs, what that show would be, and, and sort of decided to set in Detroit and came up with the idea of an odd couple, a guy who... You know, runs a bar, but is kind of down on his luck. And this other character who comes into his life and sort of, you know, shakes things up for him and his buddies. And, uh, you know, it sort of evolved from there. And we always, from the beginning, talked about um, doing a show set around stand-up comics. Just because a lot of the old multi-camera sitcoms, whether it was Everybody Loves Raymond or Seinfeld, um, those shows were built around stand-ups. And that was something that we wanted to do. And we went out and found these guys and... uh, that to me is really what the show always was, and when it came together is when we decided like that's really what we wanted to do. And what made you pick this guy? <laughs> that, yes, he was panhandling outside of the comedy store. <laughs> I'm just playing with you, but no, you're awesome. But what, really, what made you pick Rick? Rick was a guy who, it's, uh, well, at the time <laughs> was, but you are. Yeah, I can't believe how fast you just got. <laughs> it's crazy making because each other's sentences. You're always right. Oh, yeah, okay. I was wrong on that one. Uh. You would the story is you should tell the story because truthfully, Bill found Rick and Brent uh, just going out, and we were sort of hitting stand-up clubs and watching people, and then at the Hollywood Improv, he saw us, and uh, then afterwards he talked with us, and I knew he played basketball, and that he also had created Scrubs, two things I love. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided I did everything I could to get in that basketball game, and then we started playing basketball for a few months. Uh, uh, Brent and I in Bill's game. And then he sent us an email saying, hey, come in for this show. But I got to see you before that. And I think that was weird because I didn't know the protocol of... The day before, a couple days before the audition, Bill had told Adam, who Brent and I had never met, to come see Brent and I perform stand-up. So I knew he was there, didn't know what he looked like. And we performed, and I don't know what the etiquette for that is. Nor did I. Do you (laughs) stay and say, I don't know, I can't go introduce myself, I don't know who he is. So I, Brent and I waited outside... Where the audience would have to pass, but not enough to where it's awkward, like we're going to run into each other. So we were just sitting on the side, like not making eye contact, just hoping that Adam would see us and approach us. And it didn't. And we stayed way longer than we needed to. Like, oh. Maybe he didn't leave yet. Maybe he left. 
I think and, I stayed for the whole show. Right. Well, we went up at the beginning. Normally, we would have right. left. So we stayed for two hours of the show, and then like a half hour after, just sitting up okay, there that's waiting. That's not me. That's no, it's not. I, it's not your bad. Well, I didn't know. I mean, you're right. I we didn't know. Up. Yeah. Um, but regardless, you guys were, you know, you killed, and then you were the only person that auditioned for your part, I think. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Bill. As, in, as so in everyone else was chosen already? No, no, uh, no, no, no. Meaning no other actors came in and read for the role of Bursky. Yeah, Bill okay. hooked gotcha. me up. He, right. He awesome. had me come uh, and test for it uh, without any competition. Nice. Wow. Yeah. So, so you're how the did best. that audition go? Because, like, they're big improv guys, but, like, that's how did what they go? got you. I think it was the, the last time I got a laugh from Bill. <laughs> was in, that, in that test, yeah, but it was something you made up. What what got you the part? And it's actually in the pilot. It's when he does the whole run about uh, yeah. slapped by a girl. I don't know. She said uh, that yeah. women should make as much money as men. And I forget oh. what the run is, but that Rick made all of that up in the room uh, during the audition. That was a cool thing when I saw because it, it was like it was like a paragraph that I improvised, and then when I booked it, and then we saw the first script, and they wrote it in there. It made me feel pretty cool. Yeah, and by the way, cool. not just that, like the amount of rewrites that especially a pilot goes through from, uh, I mean, the before <laughs> you know you're going to make it, it goes through whatever, a hundred rewrites. But then from the moment you go, okay, we're making this show to actually shooting it, it goes through a zillion rewrites because you're casting people and things are changing and you're realizing stuff isn't funny. So it's crazy that something that you did in your audition not only made it to the script but made it to the, the episode, actual episode that aired yeah. on television yeah, like, awesome. has seven years later. ever happened for a show you've written for? Uh, no. <laughs> Say no. Oh, <laughs> wow. In case y'all can't see that. Um, with that said, would you? how do you feel like with your writing and mixes with the improv? Because I see a lot of it You'll while we were watching, you'd be like, did you come up with that or did I write that? Like, how does that work? <laughs> I love it because it takes the pressure off because you know that, you know, if it's close uh, or if you give these guys six jokes... Rick, you want to start Rick, eating okay popcorn? To eat like, popcorn? Go for it. <laughs> you know, go there's no way anybody knew known. I was doing that. <laughs> I know. We so we'd don't point that put out. that on we me. Thought you, we thought we'd point that out just so like, you get that attention. But <laughs> go ahead. Um, so <laughs> it's like there's a microphone in the popcorn. Yeah. No, no, you, no, nobody heard that. Everyone heard yeah, it. Everyone heard everyone it. Heard Are it. you we wearing hear different it. headphones? <laughs> I don't, know. Like, I don't know what you want me to say, man. Right, there's chewing and... I'm doing, I yeah. always just... I'm, my, my choices are always wrong. No, that's not true. Uh, you guys are like a married couple. Exactly. <laughs> I like the chemistry we got going right now. Yeah. I gotta be honest. I've always been a big, big fan of yours. <laughs> I cannot. He mentioned the hair earlier. Anyway, keep going. We, the, so anyway, the, uh, they're... If you give them B jokes, they'll make them A's. If you give them six jokes, they'll give you ten... Uh, but if you give us C jokes, we make them worse. And if you give us five jokes, we only do two. two. It's very, very specific. Um, <laughs> it, it took us a few episodes to figure out the formula. The math, but we got it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's true of everybody on the show, to be honest. I mean, that's, you know, th- there's episodes coming up where uh, I'm not going to give it away, but it's actually the first episode next week, David, uh, and he's got an improv background. And in addition to being a, you know, highfalutin British Shakespearean actor, he's also a great. Uh, comedy actor and he does something that literally was a second take thing he just like whispered something to Chris and no one had any idea what he was going to do and it's the funniest part of the episode to me what how does that look when it doesn't work when there's too much conflict everyone's improving at the same time or a joke didn't make sense with another joke like truthfully that it just 
I mean, sometimes the improv will just go to some crazy place, but it's always funny, and so the audience is loving it. It just means it won't cut into the episode. But the one yeah. great thing well, – there's two pieces to this. One is that because they all know each other, um, all the guys on the show, you know, Rick is lives in the same building as Brent – and you know, <laughs> yeah. And you had never met. For, no, we've all been friends for years. Oh, yeah. oh okay. And, at this uh, point, so that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So that's the thing. So yeah. they know each other's rhythms, and they know when to back off and when to give the other person time, you know, time and space. Yeah, and, yeah. and so you never get into places where it's like it's some weird pissing contest where you know people are. T- it just never happens. And the other thing is, uh, and I think this is a little bit of the product of identifying these guys as stand-ups first. Their voices as stand-ups are so specific and unique that you don't get any overlap in terms of, ah, I feel like that, you know, should have been a Danny joke, but it's a, you know, Shelly joke. Like, it's everything's very, like, know, that's yeah. a Bursky joke. That's a Danny joke. That's a Shelly joke. You know, it's all very... Specific. Spe- spe- specific. Cool. So, I want to gear things a little bit towards the setting. Uh Two questions. First, why Detroit? And second, why the name Black Eye? We still have not figured it out. We really went in the first episode. Okay. Yeah. Here, I, I, you, you're going to answer. Well, you can give an answer even though you didn't. I just feel yeah. like those are those two questions are so easily answered by anyone who doesn't know you. Am I crazy because I know that? We answer, answer it. Let's see if you're All right. right. I feel like if I tell you the answers, you're going to be like, oh, of course. Okay, go. Okay, he's from Detroit. And right. he created the show. Okay. So Got he created it. from your hometown. Well, crap. <laughs> and then Black Eyes, because it's just it's just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That one's not that Am I wrong? Is there more like to it? simple of an answer. It's, I mean, that yeah. is, that, that, look, it, it is, yes, it was a joke. That's where it's conceived of. So let's take the first one first. Okay. <laughs> I have, not only myself, but Jeff Engel, who's another executive producer, and then Randall Winston, who is another oh. executive producer, all from the Detroit same Area. hospital too, right? Weren't you guys all born in the same hospital? I think so. Probably. Why do you know that? We went on tour, and the last city before LA we stopped in was Detroit, and uh, we were all driving. And Jeff, who who's the executive producer, who said maybe fifteen words since I've met him a year and a half ago, uh, said, "Oh, there's a hospital uh, we were all born at." <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, Look how that happened, right? Yeah, <laughs> like wow. It's true. It's very funny. Um, so the three of us all, you know, that obviously that was. A cool thing for us to. Should we get, should we get a headset? I, like, I feel like just be yourself. No, be yourself. There. This is a free play. Be now yourself. I'm getting insecure. No, be yourself. Because I feel like you're... I downplayed that. That's no. where he's from. <laughs> and I feel like he said, "Whoa, well, well, a second, Rick," and it got real. No, because the other piece of it is that it. This is where you know Bill was excited about it. Is that it reflects the sort of journey of the characters. It is a show about underdogs, and Detroit is obviously an underdog city. Uh, but it's also a show about guys who they're not like losers. They're not wallowing in their situation. They're guys that are still going out, and even though they get shot down or rejected, they pick themselves up and they don't complain about it. They just keep trying, and that's kind of the vibe that I like to think Detroit has as a city, where you know we take a lot of hits, but continue to try and, and you know pull ourselves back up and that sort of to me is what the show is about now the question of why name the bar that way would you say that something about an underdog city mm. could have to do with like what type of bar it is as well maybe a name or something like that or are we giving too much away oh Ooh, spoiler alert yeah yes please. we just got one what are you, well i don't know uh, if we, yeah, we're not gonna go there uh, that's a spoiler alert okay yeah uh, we shouldn't have said anything yeah. but you don't do that it's, big, yeah. <laughs> it's not that bad it's like, 
<laughs> bunny fuckers big. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that win? Spoiler alert. Did I win? Oh, not sure. Balloons. That was like only half one. What? You have to tell us. So you are wearing the same headphones we are, and he does know that, okay, you can hear then. Cool. Just making sure. He's going to do some chewing bits now. You can't hear through the popcorn. Like, yeah, okay. I'm like, just making sure you can actually. There's nothing funnier than a good eat act to me. Eat. And more dramatic. I feel like that goes yeah. both ways. A dramatic You, you tell me a Brad Pitt Brad movie Pitt. where he's yeah. not eating, and I'll show you a Brad Pitt movie that has yet been made. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That is actually very true. Yeah. He, Brad Pitt is that's actually very true. the best eat actor of our generation, I think. The Oceans? Far. Yeah. That's... Yeah. yeah. He, it's like it cra- it's excessive in Oceans. He's always... You know, like big <laughs> he's like, like A lot of people say Rick and Brad have a lot in common. <laughs> and then I'd think, oh, because we're both cool and looking and stuff. And, and the truth <laughs> is, just that's cool not looking. all it is. It's not just that. It's also the eat acting and stuff. Yeah, that's oh definitely what they say. Right? Rick was Maybe. telling us before about all the serious acting that he does yeah. outside of comedy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like that's the only place to do serious acting. Is that comedy? Point I can't. I can't even. Okay, Rick. He has a seri- you guys can't see or I mean, hear him right now, but he has a serious face Are you face crying? On. Is your lip trembling? Yeah, if oh, you can't you're see still this. Chewing. You okay <laughs> now? The sound effects are excessive. Y'all are just a mess. But Rick, <laughs> but Rick, I really wanted to know. So you call yourself Dr. Bursky. Applaud you for that. There, do I? Uh, yes. you, you did, did last week. Oh, you need yeah, to take yeah, yeah. that very seriously because we have yeah. like jokes. Like, you know, need to, okay, come yeah. on. You have Thank to know about yourself. You're so. being way too aggressive. Go on. <laughs> we so, feel like so, Dr. Bursky. <laughs> I wanted <laughs> to know. Are your true like you, you guys talked about true qualities in this episode? So like, mm-hmm. is your are you the, like Doctor Bursky in real life? I hope not. Please, no. no. <laughs> okay, explain. Like, how are you with the ladies? Oh, it's <laughs> your moment, man. Suddenly, he's shy. Up. <laughs> the truth is, um, I recently got out of a out of a long term relationship. Oh my gosh, roll eye. <laughs> What'd you say? I said roll oh, eye. Oh. It's true. Oh, you think you thought you were texting? <laughs> I understand. I did not. I thought because because we're in person that you wouldn't have said something like that. You would just roll your eyes. Um, <laughs> They're listening. That that I hate. It's for the listeners. Okay, <laughs> for the fans. How are God. you with the ladies? <laughs> um, I have been on uh, much much like we've since we wrapped from Undateable. Been on a bit of hiatus since my breakup. Excuse me. Aww. Since our breakup. There we go. Let's not make a joke out of this. This is very serious. <laughs> we this are. is outside we're... of comedy. No, we are being serious. We are. Um. Yeah, but good. <laughs> you're, you're good. So, She's good. Like who's good? Let's... Very different from Bursky with the mermaiding. Oh yeah, I feel, yeah. I feel like yeah, yeah. You talk a lot. Yeah, but I could also <laughs> not talk. No, mermaiding was not talking at all, and you still no. Got the it girl. wasn't. A, a lot of people think that mermaid was not about talking, and it's not about not talking. It's about appreciating a moment it's about sitting in something so we could all understand each other and not have to define what we're saying based on roll eye or any words that we're choosing <laughs> to put a subtext to not talking is the only way that context isn't assumed because there's nothing to be built so if i'm sitting in an elevator and i'm talking it's not about the words i'm saying it's about what i'm not saying and the silence that doesn't exist so Bursky and i have a lot in common Whoa, okay. and that is, is we both wear the same coming Phil, can you please cue the applause again? Like, please. Because that was a load of, I mean, greatness. That was a nice act. what I was definitely was trying to say. Yeah. No. Uh, now, moving back into Undateable. Uh, <laughs> Nailing it. You're doing a great job. Honestly. Can you guys tell us a little bit about the ladies of the show? 
Yeah. I feel uh, like there's yes. a, there's there's so many dudes on this show. Yeah. Uh, you know, that they have a lot to... Why they were so perfect for the role, I, I especially Shelby. She's uh, the ladies, why they were so perfect yeah. for the role. Yeah. Uh, Bianca, uh, the funny thing with Bianca is that, the, and I laughed about this because I was uh, doing some Detroit press about it, and they kept saying like, uh, well, Bianca is not undateable. That's crazy to think that she couldn't get a date mm. in Detroit. Like, that's insane. And I was laughing because the one I, – I was randomly, like, looking back at old emails from when we were casting the pilot, and the, the one thing someone emailed me about Bianca, it said, she'd be perfect, she might be too hot. Hmm. Um, oh. Yeah. That's uh, But she uh, – she's just – I mean, like, she's done – she did rules of engagement forever, so she's just yeah. pro. It doesn't. She doesn't. Yeah. yeah, she's never missed a joke. Never, never missed a that joke. Was such no. a good show. If it oh. doesn't, uh, if, if it's not if, funny, if, it yeah, if it's not funny, which is rarely the case of anything, it's not because of her. Yeah, it's some jokes just don't work in something. But every, if she has to do it two times or five times, it's just very impressive because a lot of us. This is our, we've been doing jokes and writing for ourselves for years, doing stand up, but doing a multicam, spe- specifically multicam versus. Uh, a single cam it's a it's a different it's a different skill set and just us doing jokes sometimes we'll hit it out of the park and the next take we'll miss it for a very small reason Bianca is just she's 100% every time yeah mm-hmm. and I would say the one thing about all three of the ladies that are on the show right now is they all have great presence they're all formidable people and that I think is very important because in Bianca's case playing Chris's sister he's such a force of nature that you gotta believe that this is a person that actually could put him in check a little bit and does have some stuff on Mm -hmm. him and can call him out about crying at Toy Story and stuff like that. And then for Briga, that was a very – it's a tricky character because you have to believe that she is sweet enough where Brent would be in love with her but also intimidating enough that – you he wouldn't get her. Oh exactly. yeah, and she's just yeah, and she's, she's right perfect. in that she's perfect, perfect spot. For that, yeah, um, and then uh, Eva, similar to to Bianca, you have to believe like, okay, this is the girl that is going to sort of tame Danny, you know, and mm-hmm, that I think yeah. is a that takes sort of some serious, you know, presence and personality, and and she just has that, you know. I mean, you just go, oh yeah, I believe it. I buy that. You know, that's the girl that's going to kind of mm-hmm. spin him around and make him go, oh, maybe I'm not. You know, maybe my life isn't great the way yeah. that I'm living it. A fun little, a little behind the scenes information. Oh, yeah. behind it's the scenes, be real? Piece. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I get it. Sometimes yeah. I've earned it, but okay. you guys are forcing this on me. Uh, We're not. Adam's a baby, Sabrina, was born right when that character was created. So the character's name, Sabrina, mm. is because of Adam's baby girl. Yeah. That's okay, awesome. Cute girls. Oh. That's even perfect. Yeah, yeah, I was in the hospital. We had, I mean, literally, she was, could not be newer. Uh-huh. And I got a text. Newer. <laughs> Whatever the word is. I don't know. Right. More of a newborn. Fresher. Yeah. Fresher. Yeah. Fresher. She couldn't be newer born. Uh, and, and someone from the writer's room texted me and said, hey, we named the, you know, the the new character, Danny's girl that's after adorable. Sabrina. That's so adorable. She's that's gonna actually, love yeah, that when she's she gonna, grows that's up. A, you as need long to tell as Sabrina that. stays on track, she's going right. to love that. Yeah. <laughs> if not, then don't tell her the story at all. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like there's a lot of pressure being back in front of a live audience? Uh, how so? Just with like getting to, jokes and getting the response, that, you know, coming in for thinking you're going to get a certain response and then not getting that at all or getting one you didn't expect. They're not really because the guys are 
so good on their feet, very, very so good. good in front of an audience. I mean, that's part of the reason that the show is built yeah. to succeed in front yeah, of an audience yeah. because even things that in rehearsal you'll go, that's well, okay. You know that it's just going to be better once they get the energy of an audience in front of them, and it always is. Everyone on the show is so funny. Yeah, the writers on and off the page are so funny. All these guys on the show are so good. I mean, uh, we were talking about before and watching. Adam said, "Is it is it weird watching yourself on TV talking to me?" Because I've never done this before. And the tr- what I said was that watching, like when I'm not in a scene, we watch it on the monitors, and watching that is what was so surreal. And I I watched these guys, and I'm just holy shit! Like they're they're so funny. Yeah. yeah. Everyone on the show is just so good. That's awesome. The one thing that was an interesting experience for me, just because it's my first, I, I come from movies where obviously there is no audience, and you're sort of just you have the trust that what you're doing is going to be good and you'll test it later, but there's no live audience. And we do an episode that'll come in a couple weeks uh, where we get to meet, spoiler alert, Justin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, he paused for comedic. Yeah. The first time I thought that's because I said the F word. Uh, So did I actually, but then I heard it say spoiler alert. Um, we we meet Justin's dad, and they don't have a great relationship, and, and it's sort of about working some of that out, and there were scenes that we had written to be funny scenes based around their sort of tumultuous relationship, and the crazy thing is to watch the audience get invested. We had a lot of people that would come every week to the tapings, so they were already invested in the characters, and then you, you have these scenes about Justin's kind of crappy dad and the audience was like, "No, we don't. We're not. We don't want to laugh at this because fuck that guy. He's Whoa. you know." And and that was an interesting experience to go. Oh, we have to kind of rewrite this on the fly now because what we wrote as jokes just weren't funny to the audience in the context of the scene. Wow. So were you re? Really so when you tape, were you rewriting it as you were taping? Like, yeah. would you have to go back and be like, "All right," because I'm assuming when it's multicam, you can redo scenes in front of the audience, which is what you do. You run yeah. in. There's two things that happen. There are cases where you'll go in and go, you know what? These jokes aren't working. And our shows were always very long because of the improvisation. So a lot of times you just go, these jokes aren't working. Let's just cut from here to here. We'll just lift it out of the scene. And then sometimes you'd go, that joke kind of works, but we can make it better. Or that joke missed, but we got to beat it. And then all the writers run in and huddle up and they all go, what about this? What about this? What about this? Uh, Or most of the time... The actors will go, hey, can I try this? And that's what we'll end up using. A lot of the wow, stuff that you end cool. up seeing in the episode is stuff that I feel like did happen the, the night of the I week. think there's a, there's a good mix of both. Yeah, for wow. sure. Is that, would you say, I guess what's, how many, how am I trying to say? Um, how many times have you guys rehearsed a scene in front of an audience? Like, what's the most times, I guess? You mean like, we don't, rehearse, yeah. we don't rehearse in front of an I'm um, sorry, how many times have you done a take? Uh, the mo- I mean, we would usually... I, I average two to three. Maybe there's been somewhere there's like four or five, right? Mm-hmm. But that would only be for like a technical Yeah, issue. okay. Uh, mm-hmm. But two to three was the average. So oh. why did you guys want to do a, sh- a show with stand-ups? Uh, just because working in front of an audience and, and multi-camera comedy is... Mm-hmm. is it's a really specific skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way... Turn like hitting a joke and setting up a joke and all those sort of they're you know it looks easy when people that are great at it do it but it's it's not easy yeah. you know and 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 these are we just thought let's give ourselves an advantage by having people that already know how to work an audience and and know how to do that stuff and um and and look, again like I said you look at the shows that the the multicams that have been successful in the past and a lot of them were built 
around stand-up comics. And uh, it just seemed like something you're not seeing as much of now. Um, and that just seemed like a missed opportunity to us. Rick, was it a strange trans- transition to go from a stand-up who's by himself on stage to sharing a stage with mm-hmm. a bunch of other comics? No, I started doing Im- improv uh, before stand-up. Okay. Uh, I, was, I always loved it because it's 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 a it's a, it's like having teammates out there you know yeah. and you get to people set you up you set them up you get yeah. to work together you get to sh- you get to high five when you guys score together and you you're both embarrassed at the same time when it doesn't and i love that and then i got into stand up and also love it but i've always missed improv um i recently started doing it again and doing it on the show not only do i have my team i have a team that that i've been teammates with since years before the show these are my best friends you know and um, we do videos together. We we perform on the same shows together. Sometimes we go up on stage together. Oh, it's the best. That's fun. It's the that's it's the best. Oh. I mean, you I you you're born in Ohio. You want to be an actor, and you say, "Yeah, I'll move out to California. I'll get discovered at the Hollywood Improv by the creator of one of my favorite shows. I'll get on this network show on the same time slot as Friends, or excuse me, Seinfeld, and I'll be with my best friends." And that's what happens when you move here. That's so yeah, not it's, what it's, happens, people. They, they <laughs> hand what? Them out can like we that? please? Yeah. Can we please just replay that? That's not what happens. I mean, but. everything about it couldn't so. be more cliche. I mean, the Hollywood Improv is, sounds like the place, you know, and like NBC is just like like the when you're thing. growing up the network oh, yeah. multicast oh, yeah. place. Yeah. So you were just standing in the right place, basically. At the right time. Yeah. Well, a lot of people say Bill little... Lawrence was at the right place at the right time. <laughs> oh, I was going to be going somewhere. Yeah. Like you are a mess. I'm not. I'm not. I just you know. Just I trying saw... to force confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Not forced. You um, guys have got to watch it if you're listening. No, His facial seriously. expressions are like spot on, guys. <laughs> Goodness. I saw on Twitter that you guys went on an undateable tour. Uh, a comedy watched, tour across the country. I watched the YouTube the video. It was the best 14, I think it was 14 minutes. And that's like a long time for me. So What was this video? The YouTube. They had, they put it on YouTube, like kind of documenting a few moments of the oh, tour. Okay. It was perfect. Well, I was going to say, tell me tell me a little bit about the tour. Who was there? How was it? Uh, the tour well, the, sh- the tour was, uh, we were touring a show. There's two parts to it. I'll let you say the business side of it. The <laughs> show. The show. <laughs> awesome. All righty, cool. Uh, the show uh, uh, was Bill Lawrence hosting. Uh and then Ron Funches, me, Brent Moore, and Chris D'Elia. And we were doing stand-up shows. We went to nine cities. Nine, right? Including L.A.? Ten, including L.A. Ten, including L.A.? Yeah. And uh, it was it was awesome. I mean, we just we couldn't have been more first class, right? <laughs> no, you couldn't have. Uh, I yeah. mean, and that's all because of Bill. Um, <laughs> just first class, if not private. Like, staying at the Four Seasons. We all have our own rooms, even though Brent and I slept in, slept in the same room a couple of times. We, he, Bill's You're killing the underdog vibe of the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Am I doing a bad job? No, you're doing great. High rollers on the yeah. but, No, but no, hold on. Don't worry. Okay. We all you got paid up. 50 grand per show. <laughs> no, there was no money. That's not true. No, there was no, literally... the same as Jennifer Aniston. There was right. literally no money, but there was, like, really nice meals and, and flying and stuff. And uh, one of the funniest parts of the tour to me is... Uh, as a comedian, you, you travel, and it's not first class, you know, usually, unless you're, you know, who's a good first class comic? Eddie Murphy? <laughs> sure. Who travels first class today? <laughs> I mean, Kevin Hart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. He's yeah. private, not first class. Oh, okay. So not you want here. That. I'm talking like... <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> He's not I even on the plane. I saw Fortune Feimster on the first uh, class in my mouth. You know what? Fortune's fantastic, okay. but I feel like Gaffigan <laughs> is more is more. Uh, he's going to travel first class all the time. Point right, is, sure. we don't do that, right? right. And uh, and it's we're, it's fine. You take a plane, it's fine. Yeah. Bill, the second day, uh, the, the second day. So he only slept one night. Comes down the elevator with his glasses and his coffee at nine in the morning. It's like I don't know how you guys 
how you guys do this? <laughs> yeah, we do what? Stay at the Four Seasons and have the best meals ever on a plane? What are you talking about? What was he oh, talking yeah. about? Right. Just, you know, he, he's... He's just being Bill? He's, uh, he's yeah. used to Kevin Hart, not Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It sounds like Bill uh, takes very good care and keeps people in a close right. circle of who he sees. Oh, for like, sure. Yeah. 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 And is this your first time working with him? Yeah. I met him doing this. Playing basketball. Yeah. I, was oh, I got invited later. You got invited later. Oh, yeah. okay. Did y'all win or lose like a lot? Basketball? Yeah. It's uh pick up. Yeah. It's a pick up uh, game. You are you on that comedy God. basketball league? Yeah, you was, are. Yeah, I mean we won the past two years, but yeah, I'm <laughs> That's what I want to know. I mean be honest. be yourself. I told you that. So yeah. okay. So Rick Glassman Thanks for the permission. comedian. Uh, serious actor and basketball yeah, player. Yeah, you played against he did. Did I go out of order? Played against LeBron in high school. Yeah. Beat LeBron? Let's say you did beat, you beat him. LeBron. Probably okay, not. lost yeah. to LeBron, like, no but, still but still played. Oh yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's still that's better than court not. with LeBron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's still yeah. serious. Yeah, saying you shared a court doesn't imply whether you won or lost. It kind of sounds like your teammates. I mean, I assume everybody who played LeBron lost. <laughs> lost. Yeah. yeah, that's true. well, which is interesting because I I always assume no matter the score, if you get to play with LeBron, it's a victory, right? Yeah, that's what, that's kind of what I was saying. Right, we yeah. said they would lose. <laughs> well, I meant literally. You're talking sort of like a figurative, like a moral victory. Whatever is the better joke, <laughs> sure. All right, so this was your first TV show. Do we not right? want to talk about him playing <laughs> basketball for a second? I, I just, do you want to talk wanted, about playing basketball? I think that's a no, serious. Really. Uh, is there something okay. we need to know? Yeah. Okay. I. I guess that I should say that I'm friends with, not that I've met. Don't know how many people that I'm like really good friends with hotter than him, right? <laughs> and I mean that. On all the levels. I mean, you meet his beautiful wife and his beautiful baby, and he's writing A-list movies and working with the coolest people, and he's behind, and he's shy for no reason, and he's just everything about him <laughs> modest. Yeah, he's oh, pretty mild man. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's he's hot. Okay. <laughs> if you were single, our phone lines would be going crazy, yeah. calling well, for Adam. Let's not do that to his wife. But yeah, your like, baby no, is I know, very but she's gorgeous cute. too, though. Yeah, she's beautiful. I don't Aww. know. If I've been Twitter creeping on Adam because I saw a picture of his baby, and I was like, "Can I please?" see more pictures yeah. she is one of the cutest babies in the twitterverse and yeah, she has such a you. normal beautiful name yeah and that had a hair jesus mm. she's they're, they're all does she have the same hair as you thank you <laughs> she does that, thank you isn't it like curly it is it yeah, is it's weird yeah yeah <laughs> what i'm getting at is it's nice to see him not being perfect Okay. When he's playing basketball, oh, okay. That's we he going. takes off his shirt and his cut off. It couldn't have been more perfectly fit to him, but you knew he even barred it. and It just fits well. <laughs> and he goes out there and it's like, Jesus, this guy looks amazing. He, I don't, I, he just everything works. And then I don't gets, play as well as I. Love. And then he gets a ball and he just it's he's it's dreadful. <laughs> and he's just I, I don't like dreadful. I just you're, he's very athletic. Thank you. You're not dreadful. I'm doing it for comedy. No, I get. But it. you're dreadful. Yeah. And he's just hitting the backboard when he's when he's from the so, baseline. I don't know how you even hit the backboard from that. <laughs> from that. But uh, 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 another guy who works on the show with us, John DeWalt, who's a good friend of mine, plays with us sometimes. And I have to say his name because it's his joke, not mine, but it made me laugh so hard. The way he sweats, it looks like it looks like if you, if you were working uh, the wardrobe or props, whoever takes care of sweats on movies, <laughs> that's how they would spray him. Like it's a perfect oh, this. Well, like a steel glisten. It's a steel glisten. <laughs> yeah. It's an SG. Oh the back. It's only sweats in the places where the grooves of his shoulder blades make him look like he could bench 350. Oh I mean, the way he sweats done. is, you know, he sweats as if he's wearing sunglasses and being photographer. He glistens. He glistens. Yeah, he glistens. Okay, we're talking about basketball. Can we have one second to talk about the playoffs and who you guys want to win? Go. Yeah. 
Um, doesn't matter as long as it's in four games because it's on at the same time as we are. Not anymore, though. Now it doesn't matter. Oh, does it not? No. Okay, so now. We don't conflict anymore. For the next two weeks or indefinitely? Forever. Oh, okay. So now. Well, then I don't give a shit. Oh, (laughs) damn. I really was hoping you did. I don't. I mean, I have, I'm from Cleveland. I was, I'm a Cavs fan. I was a huge LeBron fan. He left. Do you feel betrayed by him? I did. Oh, I just realized. For a little. But he's the best. I don't know that I both left Cleveland and we're both the best at what we do. Cleveland can't be mad at that. You know what I mean? We, <laughs> no, I need the Emmy. Here's the difference, though, man. You went Take, back. Cleveland takes what it can. You didn't get. go back. You know he what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Don't go back, Rick. <laughs> I don't know who I want to win. I, I want to see LeBron win like ten championships. Yeah. But I also I just don't like the Heat like I fundamentally. Know. Yeah, I get I get that. I'm from Texas, so I wanted to say San Antonio, but I mean I can't lie and say I don't want the Heat to do their thing. But it's like annoying because they always do their thing, right. you know? But I want it to be LeBron. Like I want LeBron to I want yeah. the Heat to win, but I want it to be because LeBron scores seventy one points every game, <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. You know? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm feeling it. He's I cool really too, wanna huh? know, okay, so we kind of saw everyone date someone except Ron. Who is gonna be matched with this kid or is he gonna be the only one that's really undateable? Oh. Dibs on Ron, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> Dibs on Ron. Okay, Kylie. Rick was kind of undateable in that. He's only gotten like the, half the, a girl. The Brett character and I have. Oh, you're saying just even have a love interest. <laughs> yeah, like, he's only got half a girl. Like an elevator yeah. mom does not mean you're not undateable. Uh, okay, undateable. Shelly is we like. Had this, uh, we, by the way, they yeah. cut it, but we had the elevator girl. It was. We definitely had we had sex with each other. Oh. oh <laughs> but it just wasn't in the script. It just it was, no, it was. They had to cut improvising. it. They had to cut it because of all the funny stuff that we were doing that we had to do. Okay. Yeah. Your sex was that funny? Yeah. What's that? Your sex with her was that funny? That's weird to say. No, that was, very, that, was that was an example of Actually, one of my very dramatic scenes. Right. Okay. <laughs> you, do, you do get laid this you season. Yeah, oh. that's right. To whom? Oh, spoiler! It's a spoiler because it's an actress. Very, yeah. very Whoa. close to my wife. Yeah. Oh, Wait, she's what? on the show. She yeah. In the it'll be the sixth week. That is perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. That's a good. I would say that's spoiler. But make How sure do you feel about him sleeping with your woman? It was. It's a very funny scene. It's really funny. Thanks, man. Yeah. So, Which is very much different from serious. it's very much different than the elevator scene when it was just really, really, really dramatic. <laughs> it was just like there was a lot of eye contact, but it wasn't fake. It also wasn't love. It was just complete passion where we were staring at each other and just <laughs> sweating and just Rick. just being really into we it. We can't take Come I on. Said go I on. Take go on. Serious. Yeah, no, I'm like I didn't I'm listening. being serious. <laughs> I was telling her how much now, the sweat guy did a great job on that one. Thanks, man. Yeah, that. that's what made me think of it. The way they made my back look is what he looks like organically. <laughs> yeah, but no, we just had a lot of sex, but it ran too long. Sure. I mean, for a, Adam, for a thirty-minute show. You know, I honestly please. wouldn't be too surprised if they got raunchy on the show with that because you've said boner and which I know, yeah. which we got a lot of crap for. Last did you? We did. No, was, no, boner. Oh. I don't know. Four-year-olds like say boner. I agree. <laughs> I feel like, a, I feel I like network sure. TV has that. gone a long way. You said the way it was funny. Delivery, too. Don't you think Don't you think a few years ago saying boner on network TV would be super yeah, I can't believe we get to taboo. say it this year. Yeah, saying but, a but, lot of stuff. But there, but there were less channels, so you got more views. So pros and cons. Yeah, you know? right, yeah. No, I, I was actually every week I would wait to get the, the memo from the legal department thinking like, oh, there's going to be 50 things that we can't do. And we never. Yeah. You guys TV's have never gotten anything. Way. Yeah, I mean, we got one thing, but. There, you know, one of them was a joke. Like, there was a joke take where Bianca walks in and says, fuck you guys. And, like, we got a memo that was like, cannot say fuck you guys. We know. But would they bleep her if you did choose Eric? Or no, I don't be, think so... they bleep stuff. I don't think you can do that. That's very <laughs> yeah. genre specific. I, I mean, figured. like, I don't think there's ever been a bleep in a multicam. A multicam. Yeah. Yeah. Not right, a multicam. I mean, New York Times says, first bleep in a multicam. Must watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should have done. 
More views. Be the uh, first. My <laughs> family did show. it. I've, like, I've seen it oh. done on shows, but uh, definitely I've never seen it on a multi mm. I don't think. Oh, no. Well, Seinfeld did it. Oh. There's an episode where the kid, there's a kid really? that overhears, that's Jerry. He's a funny fuck. And they bleep it. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Of that show. Yeah. Same time slot. Yeah. Seinfeld tweeted kind of an accusation. I saw that. Yeah, but he was being playful. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I don't care. He tweets about our show. It's yeah, the greatest moment of my life. That's, that's really kind of he could literally could have tweeted, it's dog shit. And I would have been like, guys. Thanks for the recognition. <laughs> He's tweeting. There's right. a joke in one episode where, where Jerry says that 95% of the world is ugly. And, sh- and Elaine's saying, so how much? How much? So undateable. He says. Yes. Uh, yeah, well, it was, they're ugly. And like, would you say half the half the population is, is, unda- is undateable? Anyway, yeah. It's an undateable joke. Yeah. It's 20 seconds in one of nine seasons. And Jerry said, Really? NBC, you're going to take Undateable. Where did we hear that before? So he's just being cute. That's with us. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, follow me, by the way, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry I'm sure Jerry's watching. Yeah. <laughs> does Jerry not watch this? Uh, no, um, he does. From this what is my heard... serious acting. Yeah. It's, it's hard to tell when you guys are. Because <laughs> we're not good at it. We're not. No, we're. What? No, but I'm, now sorry. You're... I'm sorry. But Jerry watches this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 100%. He's actually uh, he's in the, the guy he's with who our does engineer. The sirens. Okay. Yeah. 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 He does the sound effects. Cool. <laughs> Speaking of sound effects, I think now would be the perfect time to go into our prediction. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. Look at that. Now, oh my gosh! I forgot about the lights. Oh, I was <laughs> Rick and Adam are both Adam's unimpressed. Like, they well, don't. I'm give very impressed. <laughs> like it just made me really sad. I just what? anyway. It's fine. That we did not react to the. Yeah. I mean, didn't you see? I saw well, it last. Was, I watched right. the uh, last week's with oh, Greg and well, Courtney. I knew that was going to happen. We gave it away. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Rick's still butthurt. We made fun of him for eating popcorn on camera. So. Did you finish that bag? I didn't finish it. I was <laughs> taking bites, and apparently I was being obnoxious with it. So where did it go? <laughs> it's right here. Okay. Okay. So. And my butt hurts. <laughs> Does it? That's really comfortable couch. I was just doing a butthurt. Butthurt. <laughs> got it. Predictions so time. So, okay, so what are you thinking, Kylie? What are you thinking, Kylie? Wow. Speak, Kylie. Hurry. <laughs> so I'm True. not going to make a prediction, but I'm going to try and get you guys to give us some spoilers for next week. What yes. can we, What can you tell us? What can we... Like, when should we not go to the week? bathroom? Here's what I'll say. Uh, spoilers. This, okay. <laughs> what are you giving up? Oh, you don't know anything. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I, this, I will say this. <laughs> In the coming weeks, uh, Danny, this is the first time he's been in a relationship that's lasted this long, and that's going to test him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, and, uh, and we get to see Justin sort of uh, deal with being in a long-distance relationship and what that means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are no fun. I expect like we, a lot of tears. I know. And yeah. I'm sure Going I'm, forward? From him in Hopefully a long-distance not. relationship. She uh, she visits next week. Oh, oh, oh that's, a good, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, that's all. Spot I'm good. On. Okay, she great. I'm feeling good. Because right. huh? the, the phone sex wasn't working, and yeah. I think I no. didn't have to go. <laughs> <laughs> the canned beans. I was no. no. He continues to have trouble though, uh, 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 being the less sexually advanced person in the relationship. Is that oh. how you'd say that? Yeah. Does he get hit on by somebody else and and like might make Nikki jealous at all? Is that even possible? He he does get hit on by someone else, but not next week, but it doesn't make her jealous. She's just, a she's like just awesome. That's why I I'm like, like he I don't think she responded well to someone hitting on yeah. him. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. He doesn't he doesn't respond well. What's your prediction, Stacy? I mean, I was really hoping that he had like a conflict with another girl, but oh. yeah, I mean, it would be yeah. really funny, especially for Justin because he can barely handle like the one girl. So that's kind of what I'm hoping. Okay. Yeah. 
Rick, what can you tell us? I, I, it, the whole thing was a blur. To be honest, I don't know what episodes are airing when. I'm trying to think. Are there any Bursky spoilers? Any prediction? Any, anything? Yeah, tell us. About like, how many more sweaters you wear throughout? in the next couple? Here's what I'll say: yeah. the end of tonight's episode uh, uh, tees up sort of mm. the the arc, I guess. There's yeah. more to come. In terms I, of I, Leslie I and have. Bursky. I get become really get a really big crush on on the Leslie Bursky. Gets mm. a big crush. So on that was Bursky. a real okay. All right, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Fantastic. Because I love how last last episode ended, and he was so. kind of making that joke. I wasn't sure if that was yeah, really going to happen. He's, yeah, he's pursuing that. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Right. But like, but like also being respectful. Okay. Yeah. By well, the way, my smile went away because I don't believe. True. It, no. Oh, really? Because, well, because he realizes, and I'm not going to give it away, but you know, Leslie, like we said, substantial woman, right? You know, not just someone you can walk up to and spit bursky game at and <laughs> get anywhere. He's got to do a little work. Got to work yeah. for it. Yeah. You're going to wear a sweater when you do this, right? Like a sweater with a Probably. Okay. I have cool sweaters in this That's, wardrobe. They yeah. do a really good job. Spoiler alert, Bursky continues to have awesome yeah. wardrobe. Oh, yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert, Bursky <laughs> looks really cool. Yeah. All in, the time. In his clothes. And After stuff. Buzz TV exclusive. <laughs> wow. I have never I didn't heard even that know crazy we got sound of yeah. this before. Yeah. It's Literally everything we said is exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jerry's he back brought his own He picked that. Listen, I'll do it, but we'll use the exclusive. Horrible. That was good. Thank you. <laughs> okay, well, thank you guys so much for coming to sit and talk here with us today. Sure, sure. thank you so guys. So fun. Yeah. For those of us listening and watching, please subscribe on iTunes, rate us five stars, comment, and go to Amazon.com and buy Maria Menounos' brand new book, yep. The Every Bought Girl's it. Guide to Diet and Fitness, fantastic pictures, and look at Maria's abs. I want those, so <laughs> I'm reading it front to back. Right. Um, Rick and Adam, where can everybody find you on Twitter, Instagram, etc.? Uh, all my social media is at Rick Glassman. Uh, and if you want to know for real, like talking about my my dramatic sex sex and stuff, mm-hmm. hit me up and I will figure that out. Not to ha- I'm not saying I'm gonna have sex with you. I'm saying oh my god, like I'll dramatic send, send you send send you footage. <laughs> Wrap yeah. up, sure. My mine's at Steaks, but it, it's just spell it. Yeah, S Z T Y K S. Just Perfect. all the lower left buttons on the keyboard. Just go across <laughs> it. <laughs> How about you, Stacey? Um, you guys can find me at One Take Stace on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you tweet me all week because I'll be tweeting you. And you guys can find me at Tezno's at Instagram and on Twitter. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Kylie Hodges. And follow me on my website, KylieHodges.com. Thank you guys so much for watching. And Thanks, tune in next Thanks. week you guys for next week. Ron Funches and John DeWalt. See you guys. Oh. See ya. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.